Check, check. Welcome in. Open Mics Podcast. What's up? Uh, I'm your host, Marcus Solon, talking about open mics. Talking about the motherfucking open mics that I did last week. Yeah, last week was, uh, if you've been keeping up with the podcast, you know, last week I uh, recorded my 30-minute um, stand-up special for Amazon Prime. That was last week, Friday. Um, I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. I want to talk about... Um, what I did last week. I do want to say thank you to everyone who came out and supported that. I really appreciate it. Um, shout out Mind Vision Productions. Shout out Donnie and Sarita. Um, you know, shout out T Barb. Shout out Fago. Shout out J Boy Tattoo Man. Everyone else, uh, you know, who's who's involved on that. That was a really cool, really cool experience, man. Just to be able to do a show that had that much production go into it. Um, you know, being there backstage, seeing how everything looked on camera. I don't know how many cameras they even had there. They, man, they had, they had a fucking lot though. Um, so that was sweet, man. And hopefully that, that should come out. They said around Christmas time. So, um, I think they're aiming for Christmas to have it released on Amazon prime. So check that out. It's called the getting off comedy series. Um, I don't know what episode I'm going to be yet. Um, but yeah, make sure you check that out. That's going to be sweet. But yeah, last week on the open mics, so last Tuesday, um, I did uh, did uh, the punchline out in Southfield. Uh, did boogie nights there. Um, I talked to Boogie beforehand. I'd ask him, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm trying to trying to prep for this 30 minute special. I got to film. I asked him if I can get a little extra stage time. I asked, can I do like 15, 10, 15 minutes? That's what I asked him. And he said, yeah. So I went there and uh, I ended up doing about 20 minutes because there were uh, there were some birthdays going on and uh, there were there were three birthdays there. Two of the birthday ladies were fucking drunk and just the one had a birthday cake and she was cutting it up and handing it out. So, you know, just there was there was shit going on during my set that I needed to address that wasn't me doing my material. So Boogie was like, yeah, that's I mean, you know, you had to deal with that. He let me go a little longer. Um, so I could try to work on some of the shit, but I did, I think I did 19 minutes, excuse me, did 19 minutes there. Um, then went over, made it to the three, four, two barn grill and time. I thought I didn't think I was going to be able to make it there and still get up, but I did, uh, did another eight minutes there. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I didn't get up at all. Um, so Wednesday there was a, uh, rehearsal production meeting for the show Friday. So, um, you know, that was, I think, at seven or eight at night. So I wasn't able to do any any mics that night. Um, Thursday, we did a photo shoot for it. So again, that was uh, in the evening. So I wasn't able to go do any um, any sets after that. And then Friday was the show itself. So Friday, the show was at eight o'clock. We had sound check at three o'clock. <laughs> so I was there at three o'clock and I did not leave before, like I, we did sound check, got that done, and I just stayed there. I just stayed in the green room, went through my notes, tried to get in the zone a little bit before the show. Show started about eight fifteen, and then I was the fourth comic on. So they did two comics, then they did an intermission, then they did another comic, and then I went on. So they went Tattoo Man, J Boy, intermission, then T Barb, and then I went on after her. And uh, so I, I trying to think what time that might have been around ten something, a little bit after ten o'clock. So. I was there for a good seven hours, just hanging, chilling, prepping, trying to get ready for it. And, uh, I had, I had a fun time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied with my set. I wish a couple jokes would have hit better than they did. Um, I wanted to close stronger. I was like, I would say 15, 20 minutes in was when I kind of hit the peak. I really, 
really was getting good laughs, long laughs. The nice thing about um, having done a theater show before, I knew that there were going to be some laughs that kind of take a little bit longer just because of the, you know, the design of the room and the, the bigger crowd and stuff. So um, there were a couple moments where I was like, all right, I got to, Gotta let this laugh play out a little bit because um, you know, there's there's the laughing at it. So that was uh, that's always a nice feeling because you're like, all right, all right, things are going a little bit better than I even thought. Um, I just wish I would have closed it a little stronger. You know, I had uh, one or two jokes that didn't hit, um, and I was kind of bummed about it. But um, overall, I you know, I still like I said, I had a good set. I did 27 minutes. Um, I misread the fucking, they gave me, so they told me they were giving me a five minute light and I knew that. And then when I got the five minute light, I thought they had already given me a light before. So I thought that was like 30 minute light. So I was a little fucked up on my timing there at the end. Um, so I tried to, you know, close it a little quicker. The, the last joke I did still worked. Um, you know, I still got a laugh at the end, you know, on the last punchline and everything. So I'm not mad about it. I just, I wish, you know, you always want to murder everything. You always want to, have like that amazing set and the shittiest thing is like the best sets you're ever gonna have i feel like are never recorded they're never um this they're never when you wanted them they're never like oh this club weekend or this show or that show it's always just like some random show you were at that you know you showed up you got the stage time and you just crushed it man you fucking murdered it or whatever um so but like I said, you know, I'm still I did every joke I wanted to. I didn't forget any of them. I went through it the way I wanted to go through it. I burned the material I wanted to. I did what I you know, I got some I got some crowd work riffs in that were pretty funny. Um, I didn't do as much as I normally do. I would say in terms of like the, the riffing and the crowd, I did. I don't know. I just, I try to be natural up there while still at the same time being cognizant of the fact that, Hey, this is a recording and you have a limited, limited amount of time and you want to get X, Y, Z jokes off. So it's trying to fucking do that, man. Um, but yeah. And then afterwards and after party, I got fucked up and <laughs> I got super they had, man, they had Franzia and Bud Light. And I was just, I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't drank in like 10 days because leading up to the show, um, I was like, all right, they're filming this. I want to try to look the best that I can, feel the best that I can. So I had been doing, I had been working out doing cardio basically every day for 10 days leading up into the show. I, it took one day off. So I did cardio, I think eight, nine or nine of 10 days or something like that. I don't know. I was doing keto every day. So I lost uh, like 11 pounds leading up to this, but in about 10 days, I, I dropped 11 pounds, which, you know, water weight, this and that, whatever, man, <laughs> whatever I, uh, I, I lost. So I was down to 183 something on the morning of the special. I don't know what the fuck I weigh, <laughs> what I'm weighing in at now. I don't fucking know. I don't want to know. Uh, cause I've been just fucking, I've been in full honeymoon mode since then, man, just fucking the night of, I got fucked up, uh, next day, just kind of, you know, doing whatever, man, having fun. And then, uh, yeah, so that was Friday night, man. That was Friday. We shot it. Um, it was great. Again, thank you everyone, everyone for coming out. Appreciate it. And then, okay, so Saturday I did the Independent Comedy Club in Hamtramck. It, it was just a showcase. I was supposed to feature on it, but the headliner apparently had some medical issues, so she wasn't able to make it from Chicago. Um, so they just had a, you know, a local showcase. And I did 17 minutes. I was trying new stuff because, um, you know, now that I have – now that I did a lot of that material, I, I, you know, it's not like anyone's seen it yet. It's not even out yet. And four days ago that they fucking filmed it. But um, I'm trying to work on the new material now. So um, did about 17 minutes of new stuff on Saturday. 
some good, some bad, some, you know, whatever. You're just trying shit out. Then Sunday went over and uh, did Punchline, did a little guest set there. They had a guy from Chicago, Bald Head, Bald Head Phillips. He was uh, he was headlining, man. So I got to do a little, you know, five-minute guest spot, six-minute guest spot. And then uh, so that was Sunday. Then we go over to Monday. Last night I did uh, Prankus with Bart Dangus and then New Way after that. So eight minutes of Prankus, 11 minutes of New Way. Um yeah, man. And uh, I again, just trying out new shit, man. New way there was, you know, maybe two. I think there were two people, maybe three people watching my set when I went up at about 1230 at night, 1230 in the morning, really. Um, Prankus, there was a pretty good crowd at Prankus. I'll be honest. There, there were people there. They were there to see some, you know, newer guy or whatever. And I had an OK set. You know, I was I, I try i was trying new stuff i did an older joke that i didn't do on the special but it just you know based on what someone else had said is a flashlight joke so i think bart said something about a flashlight and so i didn't you know riffed off that and went into my bit about it um and then <laughs> i tried to close on a new joke that i knew wasn't gonna work man i fucking knew this shit wasn't gonna work but i was like fuck it let's try it let's do it here's the joke all right here's the joke that i tried to close at prankus with and it bombed terribly so here we go here's the joke um, what did the homophobic pedophile say to the gay guy? Silly faggot, dicks are for kids. Yeah, and it bombed, it bombed fucking terribly. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I still think it's funny. Uh someone told me after they're like, I think I heard that on the bus in fifth grade, which is always discouraging as a comic. You're like, oh shit, that means this is a hacky fucking joke. So uh probably throw that one away. But whatever, man. I tried it. Um and you got to try jokes. You got it. That's, that's been the fun thing since Friday is just been doing the new material, bombing with some of it, seeing where some of it gets laughed, seeing where some of it has potential. Like there's this one bit that really hasn't gotten any laughs, but I believe in it because I think it's a very relatable topic. I think it's fucking fun. It's just fucking like you're, it's talking about every fucking time I leave the house, I'm just going to spend money doesn't matter what I go do. Even, even if I'm not going to spend money specifically, I got to go drive there and that costs money. And then wherever you go, you end up spending fucking money. It's like, you're always spending fucking money. Like you can't leave the house without spending money. And then when on days where you don't leave the house and you're just sitting at home, people are like, Oh, you lazy. You fucking, you're not even leaving the house today. It's like, yeah, cause I'm fucking saving money. God damn it. Don't fucking like, if I leave the house, I got to spend money. What the fuck, man? And yeah, it's not really funny yet, but God damn it, that's how I fucking feel every time I walk out of the house. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like earlier today, man, I fucking I get out. I got to go run an errand. I get I got to go to Walmart on the way to Walmart. I'm like, well, I'm out of gas. So let me get gas real quick. Spend 20 bucks there. Go to Walmart. Spend 20 bucks there on the way home from Walmart. I fucking stopped and got uh, this is this is the disaster of the day already, man. I went to a KFC Taco Bell hybrid. All right. I don't know what it's it's a KFC and a Taco Bell in one building and they share one drive through. And I, I don't think they could pick a more lethal combination of food. I've just been shitting all fucking day. It's been a disaster, man. And it was delicious. Um, but yeah, God damn it, dude. God damn it. They fucking got me with that shit. Taco Bell, KFC combo, man. I guess they're both owned by the same company. Yum Foods or whatever. I don't know, man. But yeah, trying just trying out the new material, you know. And I'm trying, I'm trying to write more too now that I now that I'm in new material mode. Um, and I, I, you know, I sat there at a, 
I sat at New Way yesterday because I knew I wasn't going to go up for a while. So I, I kind of sat there. I was charging my weed pen. Um, so I had to be by the outlet. And I just, you know, took out my notebook and started writing shit, you know. You know, just writing jokes about the crazy shit that's happened. You know, uh, I think part of writing new material is trying to. And I think Gary Gallman tweeted this out when he does his tips. He was talking, you got to like, you got to mine your life, like, like uh, Minecraft style. Like you're mining it. You're digging through your life, trying to find shit that's happened to you that you can turn into a joke, that you can sling into a joke. Um, and there's so much shit, man. There's so much fucking shit that I, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, there's that. And then there's that. And there's that and that and that. Um, so yeah, now it's just writing it out getting up on stage, practicing it, um, having the discipline to not just do old bits, having the discipline to not just riff off the crowd, having the discipline to really be like, all right, I know this joke isn't very good yet. I know this joke definitely is brand new and uh, might not work, but I'm going to fucking try it. I, I just want to see. I just want to see. Hey, man, maybe there's maybe there's a portion of it and obviously the, the fucking homophobic pedophile joke, this is just like a one liner, but, um, you gotta try it, man. You gotta still try it. You never know when the fuck something's going to work and when it doesn't. Um, so I'm just, uh, yeah, man, I'm in new material mode right now trying to write shit, really trying to, trying to do that. And I, I've been writing stuff in my phone too. Cause sometimes I don't have my notebook with me. So I'm like, Oh, write in my phone. I fucking hate my fucking phone. I'm too cheap to get a new one. I have an iPhone 5S and I don't have it updated. It's got like the software from when Obama was president on it and it's just old as shit. And like when I type in it, it delays the typing. So I'll like type some letters and then they won't come out right away. And then they'll all come out in one fucking thing. And it's just frustrating, man. That fucking. <laughs> and some of you might be listening to this like, just get a new phone. Just stop being a cheap piece of shit and get a new phone. Like, get a six, get a seven. No, go fuck yourself. I'm not. I'm keeping my five. I like it. It's small. I can hold it in my hand and reach the whole fucking screen. Yeah, the camera's ass on it. But guess what? I'm not a fucking photographer. So I don't need a great camera, all right? I don't really care. Um, And it works fine-ish. I have a shitty plan anyway. I got Walmart Family Mobile. Like, that shit is bad anyway. I could have an iPhone 11 and it's still going to have the same shitty service because I, I I pay for shitty service. I'm not paying 100 bucks a month for Verizon. Fuck that, dude. I'm really just sending text messages and trying to update my goddamn fucking Instagram account. I got some Instagram followers from that special too, man. I got like got like 15 followers, baby. Baby, baby. Yeah, man, 15. <laughs> it's funny, dude. Because like J-Boy and Tattoo, man, they, they were two comics who were on the fucking show. They each had the one has, I think, 73 or 74,000 followers on Instagram. And that's J Boy and Tattoo Man has like 300,000, 300,000 followers on Instagram. And I, before the show, like when I got booked to do the show, I had less than 600. Now I have 619, I think. So it was just, it was just hilarious to me. Like, I'm like, even I think, uh, I don't know how many Fago has. Fago definitely has more followers than me. And so does T-Barb. I think T-Barb's probably got like four or 5,000 or something like that. But yeah, I'm fucking sitting here with like 600 followers just like, ah, I don't, I don't, whatever, man. I'm just happy to be on the show. I'm just happy to be here, man. That's, And I think that's part of life too is you got to appreciate when you get to do shit where you're like, I'm not like 
uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to say I didn't deserve it, but when you do shit where you're like, well, I'm, I'm working with people who have certain credentials that I'm not even close to. Um, sorry, I didn't turn these clickers off. Yeah. T-Barb's got 5,000 followers alone. And then, uh, what does Fago have? Fago, bo, bo, bo. Um, and he's got 5,000, <laughs> he's got 4,500. So I'm sitting here, I'm the only one who doesn't even have a thousand followers on the goddamn show, dude. I got fucking 600 followers and I'm up here with two people with 5,000 followers and then two people who make viral videos regularly. And I'm just here like, man, I'm cool. Like if, if a video of mine gets like 200 views, I'm fucking stoked, man. 200 views, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like I said, man, I was just happy to be there. I was the, by far the youngest person on the show. Um, I think everyone else was at least over 30. Um, but like, Hey dude, whatever, man. I, like I said, man, I was just happy to do it and get the goddamn credit. Now I got a, a credit that I can go sling around and try to get shows with, try to book shit with. I was just on, uh, on my email earlier and on Facebook trying to book some shows. I'm going to be in Minneapolis, uh, November 18th through the 22nd, um, hitting some motherfucking open mics and trying to do some other shows too. Um, trying to get on, trying to get on a couple book shows too, while I'm out there. Cause why the fuck not? Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I'll have some new jokes by then, man. I'm really hoping it. Uh, I got roasted at my birthday roast. I got a uh, Tim Rayburn roasted me. He's like, ah, he just did my joke. He did one of my jokes. He's like, oh, weed whacker, right? And he just goes up there and does it. And he's like, how bad would it be to do that joke every night? I'm like, fuck you, Tim. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, you know, being four years into comedy, I said, you know, a lot in this episode, I apologize, but being four years into comedy, it's not that long, but long enough to where I'm like, well, these are, I have some jokes that I've been doing for a minute. Um, so I was happy to burn some of those in terms of like, let's just get them out on TV, uh, establish them as my jokes. Right. And then I can just move forward. So I still have I have other jokes that uh, that I didn't put on the special that and it's not like I didn't think they would work. It was just, hey, I have a half hour. What's the best half hour that I think I can put out for this show? Um, So that's what I picked. I just picked the half hour that I thought would do best um, that I thought was ready Um, I did have a couple newer bits that I put in there and one of them didn't work, but whatever, you know, I still did it. Um, but yeah, it's, I just picked, okay, here's the half hour that I kind of want to burn right now. Um, I still have some other jokes that, you know, hopefully go into the next half hour, hour, whatever, whatever the future, whatever the future holds, you know, I'll put those fucking jokes out with that shit. Um, but for the time being, I, I'm, I'm really, really back to, back to the basics man and it's weird because i have some shows coming up where it's like i'm paid to to be on the show like they're paying me to to have a you know to perform professionally so i'm like okay well how many of those jokes that i just burned do i do do i do any of them excuse me at the same time i can't treat the show like an open mic because i'm getting paid to do it i'm getting paid to be there and there's people paying to get in it's not an open mic you can try some new jokes at a show, but it's, it shouldn't just be you up there fucking, 
dicking around and doing doing new shit that's gonna bomb like that's not nobody wants that because then on top of it everyone's gonna be like that motherfucker was on amazon what i'm not gonna go watch that shit he sucks um so it's like all right well how do i but at the same time i don't want to do a bunch of jokes with and then they go watch the amazon they're like well i saw all these jokes already because that'd be shitty too um and that happened there was a chick she was sitting front row at the fucking taping and after the show she came up to me she's like at first when you were up there doing your jokes i was like he stole these jokes. These are all stolen. I heard all these jokes already. And then she was like, wait, where did I hear him? And she was at Baker's last Monday. She was sitting front row at Baker's when I was working on some of these jokes for the special on Friday. I worked out like the first 10 minutes at Baker's. Like, so she's just like, where did I see that? And she fucking saw me doing them earlier in the week, practicing for the goddamn special. So she's like, I was so, I was like, oh, I saw you at Baker's. And I was like, Fuck, I wish she would have just known that so she could have laughed at him. But instead, she's all in the front row like, you fucking stealing these fucking jokes and shit. But whatever. I still, hey, I opened strong. Like I said, I the first 20 minutes, man, I was doing great. I was really uh, 20 plus minutes. I was, I was doing pretty good, man. Uh, and then the closing, it just wasn't as strong as I wanted to. It's not, you know, I had one joke that kind of fell um, flat and then... Uh, the last five minutes or so just didn't murder the way I wanted to. Um, but what are you going to do, man? You can't win them all like that. And like I said, the closing joke still went well enough, um, still went good enough. And I, I closed it professionally. I was on top of my shit. I felt pretty good about my flow. I tried to use the stage a little more because I'm not a big move around comic, dude. I'm not like a physical comic. I had, I got one joke that I did where I was, did a little bit of physical comedy, but it wasn't even much. Um, but yeah, so long story short, trying to do those new bits, man. Really trying to trying to write the new jokes. Um, drinking the coffee, doing the new jokes. You know, just trying to trying to get inspired with a little bit of marijuana. God damn, this fucking pen got all clogged. Clogging up the pen. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, I think tonight, um, I don't know what show <coughs> I'm going to do tonight. You know, um, it's Tuesday. A lot of options on Tuesday if you're in the Metro Detroit area, obviously. Even if you want to go to Windsor, uh, Windsor Craft Heads, that's on Tuesday as well. If you haven't checked that one out, I don't think I've talked about it yet on the podcast, but if you can, if you're legally allowed to go to Canada, go check that one out, man. Craft Heads brewery uh, uh brewing for comedy is what they are on facebook so check that one out um obviously tuesday is always the punchline as well if you want to go up there for boogie nights i'm actually at punchline tomorrow night wednesday october 30th devil's night oh yeah i'm gonna fucking be at punchline featuring um fago's hosting every every wednesday night man fago hosts and he uh puts together a little pro show he's got melanie hearn headlining this week she's hilarious she's back in town from la for I think, I think she's leaving at the end of the week to go back to L.A. So um, if you haven't had a chance to catch Melanie while she's been in town, come tomorrow. Come to Punchline. $10 tickets. Um, I'll be featuring there. Uh, so, yeah. So I was thinking, like, well, I did Punchline Sunday. I'm doing Punchline tomorrow. Should I do Punchline also tonight? I don't know. Um, I haven't been to Trixie's in a while. So that was a mic I was thinking about maybe hitting. 342, obviously. Uh, a mic near and dear to my heart. I just, you know, and I don't want to harp on it too much, but again, what makes a great open mic is the lack of limitations 
uncertainty. So it's like like three four two last week. It didn't end at ten thirty. It ended when the comics stopped showing up. That's a great thing. New Way does that uh, in Ferndale. Three four two does it in Dearborn Heights on Tuesday. New Way's on Monday. Uh, it does it on Tuesday. Uh, Cabbage Patch on Friday does it where it's just like we're gonna stop when the comedian when there's no more comedians. So that's a beauty part of it because it really makes sure that everyone gets up. Um, you know, you get to do your seven minutes, seven, eight minutes, the comics watch, which is huge, man. When comics watch comics, when comics go and support other comics and when comics are like, you know, give you some feedback, like, Hey man, I like that bit about spending money or whatever the fuck, or maybe I got a tag on it or, uh, you know, something like that. Um, it's always beneficial. So that's, that's part of why I like the three, four, two, um, Mike three, four, two bar and grill, Mike. Um, but I haven't made, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do yet tonight. I don't know yet. I, I, uh, I definitely feel like I need to jerk off. I haven't jerked off today. And I know that, um, being an open micer is rough. You know, when you're doing open mics, it's stressful. And, uh, I think that's why it's important to jerk off. (laughs) Get rid of some of that stress, man. You got to get rid of that shit. It'll fuck you up. You get too stressed, man. And, uh, like I said, I just been I just been spending money, just spending fucking money all fucking day, every fucking day. Just God damn it, the money get, just keeps getting spent. It's a beautiful day when you spend zero dollars. I can't. I, I'm trying to think the last day that I spent zero dollars, no money, fucking nothing. That fuck It'd be amazing, man. It'd be like how many even rich people. Like, I don't know. I think the richer you get, the easier it is to spend zero dollars in a day. Cause you could just be like, I don't, I don't need anything. I have everything already. But I feel like when you're rich, you're like, ah, I got all this money. Let's go spend some of that shit, right? Let's go fucking let's go to the KFC Taco Bell fucking drive-through, man. When I'm rich, I'm still gonna be doing that shit. Getting that goddamn KFC. It was good too. KFC's so good. I hadn't had KFC in forever. Delicious, man. Got some, got some tenders. Oh, last night. Okay, real quick story. Last night after the, uh, after the show at New Way, uh, a good friend of mine, Mister Scott Gone. He, uh, he's a Canadian comic from Windsor. He came over. He's a hustler too. I respect him. He's a same age as me. Fucking been doing comedy about the same time as me. Fucking funny guy. I love the guy. Um, and he's a hustler. You know, I see him. He comes over to to the states quite a bit. I say the states because that's what foreign people call America. They call it the states. Uh, he he's always over here, man. Doing doing new way starters, man. Just fucking everywhere. So I love Scott, man. He he really hustles and he grinds. Um, but he came over and did. Uh, he brought he brought some fucking Canadian maple syrup uh, for another comic, John Campbell. Uh, I don't know. I guess they had talked about, hey, can you bring me some Canadian fucking syrup or whatever? So he, we're sitting in the back of New Way, sitting. We're standing in the back of New Way smoking. Scott shows up with his goddamn big old, what looks like a fifth of uh, of maple syrup. He gives it to John, and then uh, they were they were talking about. It. They were like, oh, they were gonna go to National Coney Island, and he was like, hey, uh, Marcus, do you and Genevieve want to come to get, try out some of my syrup? And I was like, fuck yeah. So last night after New Way, around one in the morning, we fucking went to National Coney Island um, up on 12 Mile and I think Woodward, or no, Main Street maybe. I don't fucking know. We go to this National Coney Island. Apparently, you can bring your own syrup into a Coney Island. They don't really give a shit, especially at one in the morning. We went in there with a big old bottle of syrup fucking... I got some French toast. I I think I was the only one who didn't get pancakes. I felt like a bitch kind of, but fuck that, dude. The French toast was so good with that powdered sugar. Oh, they all got pancakes. 
Scott got chocolate chip pancakes, but whatever, man, they were eating their pancakes. And, uh, yeah, man, that late night, something about eating breakfast with, with comics at two in the morning, shooting the shit. Like we had, I, I, we got some good laughs too, man. We were fucking cracking each other up, just shooting the shit at two in the morning. That's the best. Like if you're, uh, if you're a comic and you know, you're ever doing a late night mic and somebody invites you to food, say yes. Unless you really don't have time or money or appetite or whatever, then, you know, don't feel forced to. But even just to go and drink a coffee and shoot the shit with me, because it's the funniest shit, dude. Comics just sitting around eating shitty breakfast food at the wrong time of day, shooting the shit. It's hilarious, man. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about, but I think we were, <laughs> we were, I think we were shitting on Canada a little bit. And we were just fucking talking about the goddamn syrup and French Canadians and talking about how South Park makes fun of Canada and shit. This is a good ass time, dude. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, man, that's that was my week. Again, thank you everyone who came out uh, to the taping last Friday. Um, I really appreciate it. I'll, I'll keep everyone updated when that shit comes out. Um, I'll post some links and stuff. Um, but yeah, so upcoming shows. Let's do that real quick. Like I said, Punchline tomorrow, October 30th. Uh, Punchline Comedy Lounge. I will be there this Friday. I will be at One Night Stands in Waterford if you want to come check that out. Ooh, then uh, the first full week in November. All right. Uh, November 4th, Beer Stube in Toledo. Uh, Tuesday, I will be in Mishawaka, Indiana on uh, November 5th. November 6th, I'll be in Port Huron. November 8th and 9th, I'll be up in Saginaw area. Uh, November 12th, I'll be at the Locker Room in Detroit. November 13th, I'll be headlining 20 Front Street up in Grand Blank, and then I'll be hosting the Independent Comedy Club November 15th and 16th, um, and then November 18th through the 22nd, I'll be in Minneapolis. Have a good fucking week. Go do some open mics and write some new jokes. Peace.